It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. From Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta, the San Jose Sharks face off another solid Pacific Division playoff team. It's the second meeting of the season between the Sharks and the Edmonton Oilers. The Sharks are coming off an outstanding game in Calgary that they won 4-3 in regulation, even though they trailed 2-0 and were down at the end of the second period. They got unbelievable goaltending from James Reimer when it was really necessary and some clutch play from top players that obviously are going to be needed tonight against the Oilers. San Jose will go with Kapo Kakinen in nets for the very first time. The youngster from Finland, 25 years of age, gets his first start in a Sharks uniform since being acquired in the deal that sent Jake Middleton to the Minnesota Wild. Eric Carlson will play alongside Ryan Merkley on defense. The D will look exactly the same as it did against the Flames to start. And up front, there will be a few changes. We saw some of those changes in Calgary when Sasha Shemoljevsky and Noah Greger were put on the line with Logan Couture, and that trio combined for the game-winning goal. Timo Meyer left the ice surface in the third period, helped off by the Sharks training staff. Obviously, that was a huge concern, but according to Bugner, all is good to go today. He's playing, yeah. He was out there. He feels good. Uh, actually surprised how, you know, he had some good pop there this morning. So he's uh, no problem. He's going to play. It was just a scary incident when it happened because no one knew. But all the tests were negative and he felt pretty good. Meyer also proclaimed himself fit for action. Yeah, it was uh, scary there. But, uh, you know, it felt worse. And obviously all the tests uh, came back negative. I uh, feel good today and ready to go for tonight. As for the recent competitive success that the Sharks have had against good teams in the Pacific, such as Calgary and Los Angeles, Bugner said there were several reasons for that. Well, I think uh, um, we've been up and down a little bit. I think uh, we went through a phase there where we were missing some pretty important people, and uh, and we struggled, uh, um, you know, without Carlson and a few of our D back there, Mario uh, Ferraro being hurt. Um, we had some goaltending issues for a while where we couldn't keep both guys hap- uh, healthy. Uh, but we're, you know, we've gotten healthy. Uh, still missing a couple good pieces in, in Nieto and Dalene, but we're giving a lot of young guys opportunities here down the stretch. And uh, you know, we got some pretty good performances from those guys the other night. And uh, um, you know, we're a team that's going to, you know, keep battling to the end. Whenever you go north of the border, there's always at least one Sharks player that gets extra excited to play in a certain city. That's the case definitely tonight for Noah Gregor, who grew up about 30 miles away from Edmonton in Beaumont, Alberta. He hasn't had a lot of opportunities to play in this building, and he looks forward to it tonight. Yeah, uh, kind of a long time coming with uh, you know COVID and all that. Missed a couple missed opportunities where I didn't get to come here, so uh, it's really exciting. Got lots of family and friends here, so it's going to be fun. Gregor says that hockey is more than just a sport for the area, and he says he tries to carry that whenever he hits the ice. You know, hockey is uh, more than a game for a lot of people here. It's it's really a lifestyle, and you can see it with. Uh, you know, the fan base in Edmonton, I was, uh, you know, a big Oilers fan growing up, and uh, it definitely took up a lot of my, uh, you know, my nights watching games. And, uh, you know, the, the community, uh, you know, hockey leagues in this, in this area is really good, and you've seen that there's a lot of uh, players from the Edmonton area and the Alberta area that have, have gone on and played in, in the NHL. So it's uh, a great place to live and a great place for hockey.
Noah's already had his mom and dad in attendance at the game in Calgary, and he says he gets extra jacked up to see them in the building. I do, yeah. It was uh, it was really cool to see them in Calgary the other night. My mom, my mom came right down to the glass and warm up, so she was pretty fired up. But uh, yeah, it's always great to have have them in the crowd. Gregor picked up the game-winning goal in the home contest against Arizona and then was a big part of the game-winning play in the third period when Logan Couture scored the game-winner on a pass from Gregor and from Sasha Shemeljevsky. Noah was glad to see that line get put together. Yeah, uh, maybe a switch up in the lineup uh, can spark some energy and uh, I thought we did a good job. The Sharks winger added that every time you're on the ice with Logan Couture, it's a learning experience for a young player. Yeah, I mean, definitely. He's uh, a good veteran player. He's been a player that uh, has, has competed at uh, a high level for a long time. Uh, you can learn a lot from him just, just by his work ethic. He's uh, our hardest worker every night. He, he's blocking shots. He's, he's making good reads. He's making good plays. So, uh, you know, whenever you see a guy like that doing it, it uh, kind of just flows to the rest of the team. Head coach Bob Bugner likes the way that Gregor has been developing this year. Yeah, Noah's, Noah's good. He's had some up and downs like every young guy in the league, and I think that uh, um, you know, just trying to find what he needs to do on a nightly basis to be effective and, and that consistency. And uh, you know, as of late, he's been one of our better players. Um, you know, he's a guy with his his biggest asset is his speed. And uh, um, you know, sometimes as a young guy, you're trying to know when to use it, when to slow it down a little bit, um, and take a breath. And and uh, he's he's learned how to uh, sort of use that speed a little bit and he's getting more consistent with it and uh, um, you know he's he's had all kinds of situations where he's you know been in top six bottom six power play penalty kill so he's getting a good experience this year. To that point Gregor talked about the process that he's gone through to make best use of all of his strengths at the NHL level. Yeah I think you said it's it's been a process Uh, I think it's it's taken me a while to kind of find that consistency and I've I've worked a lot with with the coaching staff and trying to take in their uh, their words as best I can. I think this year I've done a, a better job of that, and, and a, as of late, I've done a, a pretty good job of just using every attribute I have. And obviously, my speed is is my best attribute, and I think I've done a, a good job of, of using that and playing a good game. A big part of the development of the young players has come from assistance from veteran hockey players that have been added to the Sharks roster this year. With the departure of Andrew Cogliano to Colorado, Bugner wanted to take a moment and acknowledge the importance of his contribution to that very effort. Yeah, you know, I, I always respected his game of how hard he worked, but uh, when you see him do it on a day to day basis in the dressing room and see what kind of, um, you know, what kind of a guy he is off the ice, um, he's a real important piece of trying us, trying to change our culture around a little bit. Um, you know, example for the young guys to look at, see how hard he trains and, and how he prepares and focuses for games and, uh, no secret to see why he's made such a long career for himself, but uh, um, you know he'll be missed. But he, he's definitely left his mark, which is uh, um, you know important. The things he left behind. The Teal Report will continue from Edmonton in just a moment on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. We defy roles, challenge fear, shatter barriers. Outstanding job by Kendall Coyne. We walk past the doubt, cast aside the critics. Show what leaders look like. We can, we have, we will. We are a movement, and we have the power to change everything. Join the NHL and the NHLPA in celebrating Gender Equality Month. Visit NHL.com slash gender equality to learn more. Star! Timo Meyer gets his first of the year, and a 
fist pump. It's everything Sharks hockey in one place. The crowd is on its feet, and check out the Sharks bench. They're into it, too. It's the Sharks Audio Network, a 24-7 streaming audio platform dedicated to Sharks hockey and the destination to listen to Sharks games. You can find the Sharks Audio Network on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app, presented by Western Digital, and at sjsharks.com slash listen. Download the app today to listen to Sharks hockey, plus unique Sharks content all day long on the Sharks Audio Network. Fresh off their 4-3 victory in Calgary two nights ago, the Sharks are definitely confident that they can play against any team in the NHL. Of course, the challenge against the Edmonton Oilers is a little bit different. The Oilers have the top two scorers in the game in Connor McDavid and in Leon Dreisaitl. McDavid leads the National Hockey League and has a seven-game point scoring streak in which he's picked up 14 points. Leon Dreisaitl, for his part, has nine points in the team's last six games, and former Sharky Vander Kane has six goals in the team's last six. Since the Sharks coaches don't have the last change on the road, that means that Timo Meyer, Tomas Hurdle, and Alexander Barabanov might be playing against McDavid's line, and that's a challenge that Timo Meyer relishes. Yeah, it's definitely a, you know, always a, a tough task, but uh, you know, as a player, you, you love that challenge, and you know, you want to play against the best guys and obviously, uh, uh, you know, try to shut them down and, and make them play defense. Uh, obviously, you know, tonight again with Edmonton, they have some, you know, unbelievable players that, you know, can change the game. So you got to be very, very detailed and, and aware at every moment you're on the ice against them. Bob Bugner compared the challenge of facing the Oilers tonight to what just happened in Calgary. You know, no disrespect to the Flames, obviously a great team with a great year, but uh, these guys have some, uh, um, you know, very, very elite skill, game-breaking skill, and we have to make sure that we got to, um, you know, try and take time and space away from these guys and not let uh, not let it be an easy game for them and, and free will in the neutral zone. And, um, you know, just, a, again, a dangerous power play. You want to try and stay out of the box and, and try and play as disciplined as possible. But, uh, um, you know, we, we just got to stick with what we do. We, we know what Edmonton's going to throw at us. We're just worried about being structured and detailed and, and making it, uh, you know, being a tough team to play against, really. Don't miss a minute of all of the exciting action by tuning into the Sharks Audio Network starting at 5.30 Pacific Time. The Sharks and the Edmonton Oilers. Drew Amenda joins me with the call. So make sure you download the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital, listen on a radio affiliate, or online. I'm Dan Rusinowski. That's the Teal Report for today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.